Hello and welcome to the Youth Group Podcast here at First Pres OC. My name is Gabe Perez, youth pastor here, and hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, today we are looking at Advent, specifically love in the Advent season. Ugh, excuse me. Um, and yeah, so we just got to talk about the Lord's love, uh, understanding kind of how God shows his love to us um, and all of that in the context of the Advent season, but also in the wider context of our daily lives and how the Lord's love affects us and what it does to and for us. So hope you guys can be blessed by the lesson and hope you guys can continue to understand the Lord's love and share that all the more with others. Also, um, if you would like to skip over the worship portion for this week, um, it is starts the lesson starts right about 12 minutes. Uh, we did do caroling this week, so it's a little bit more of just the voices, which isn't always necessarily the best uh, when everyone doesn't know how to sing. So if you'd like to skip ahead, the lesson starts at 12 minutes. So enjoy. Before we get into that, we're actually going to do some Christmas caroling, meaning I'm not going to be playing my guitar. We're going to be using all your beautiful voices, all right? All right, but listen, before, before we get into all of our lovely Christmas songs, it's like, it's like, it's all worship, it's all going to be, some of them are not necessarily worship songs, some of them are kind of secular, but um, it's Christmas, so, and we are singing Christmas songs, and Christmas is all about Jesus, so, just like we always do for all of our worship time, we're going to pray, and then you guys are going to get on your feet, and we're going to sing some praises to the Lord, sing some other fun Christmas secular songs, and then we're going to get into our lesson afterwards, all right? But that being said, let's pray, and we'll jump into it. Uh, Father God, we just thank you so, so much uh, that we get to be here, to gather together uh, as a family, uh, remembering and worshiping you and, and all that you've done for us, Lord. Um, I pray that in this time that we would um, have fun, that we would celebrate, that we would be full of joy and hope and peace, uh, just looking forward to and remembering just the amazing gift that is you and your life and death and resurrection for us, Lord. Um, it is so amazing that we have you as our, our Savior, that you love us enough to do that for us. And so, God, we just turn to you in this time and give you praise and honor and glory. In your mind, and we pray, Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Three, two, one. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat. Sounding joy, no more the sins and sorrows grow, no thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessing flow, far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is. Give it to him. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of 
wonders of his love and wonders, wonders of his love. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. It's all good. And one, and two, and one, two, and two. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party. Boo, deep doo. When you hear voices singing, let's be jolly, deck the halls with bells of holly, rocking around the Christmas tree and a happy holiday. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Some pumpkin pie and do some caroling. You will get a sentimental feeling when you hear voices singing, Let's be jolly, deck the halls and bells of holly, rocking around the Christmas tree and a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily in a new old-fashioned way. Bam! <laughs> oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth.
to this week. So we went through hope, peace, and joy. And can I get a drum roll for this week? 
That's a great drum roll. I appreciate it. All right. Advent? Nope. Well, this love. week we are talking about love. Because did, did he already show yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. He jumped the gun. All right, just listen, listen for the cues, all right? All right, so yes, we were talking about love this week. So listen, shh, 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 shh. All right, so this week we were talking about love and how all the pieces of Advent in this holiday season really do have and they really inject and are focused on God's love. And so every part of Christmas and every part of the Christmas season and Advent as a whole really does highlight and really emphasize God's love. And you might be like, okay, it might be a little bit of a stretch. How does every single thing point back to God's love? But we're going to get into that. But before we get into all that, let's look back at the actual original Christmas story that most of you guys have probably heard. It's in the Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, Christmas story. So if you guys can do it, then it'd be great. Um, if you guys cannot read it, I'm sorry, but just follow along, right? Can anybody, can you in the back row read that? Ronan, can you read that? No, I cannot do that. that Mate, are your eyes bad? <laughs> no, it's pretty bad. It's pretty tiny. It's pretty tiny. We'll see that. Um, but hey, the guy, guys, the passage for the notes, if you guys are writing notes, the passage is Luke 2, 1 through 21. All right? So that's, that's, the, that's the passage we're going through for the notes. All right? Um, but I'm just going to read this, and you guys can just listen and follow along if you can't read it. All right? So it says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken um, of the entire Roman world. This is the first census took in a place while uh, Cornelius um, was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the uh, town of Nazareth to Galilee to Judea, uh, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them, and there um, and available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of God shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, "Do not be afraid." I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom God, his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. All right. So this is the Christmas story, guys. This is the first Christmas. This is the first arrival of Jesus. So obviously 
this isn't necessarily historically accurate. Uh, Jesus was probably born sometime in the spring or the summer. Um, so this isn't necessarily like when we celebrate it, but this time of year, we're celebrating this moment. Whenever Christ was born on the earth, whenever Mary was conceived with um, a baby, and she, obviously the Virgin Mary, she was wedded to be married, but she wasn't fully married yet, and she was able to conceive Jesus, the Savior of the world, the Messiah, God coming down in the flesh to be with us. Now, there's a word called Emmanuel. So everyone say Emmanuel. Emmanuel. So, um, yes, you can say Emmanuel, but Emmanuel is actually the, the proper word. It's, a, it's actually a Hebrew word and it's also uh, a Greek word. They're spelled differently in the Old and New Testament, but one spelled with an E, one spelled with the I, but they both mean the same thing, which means God with us. And when it talks about the arrival and the prophecies of Jesus in the Old Testament, it says, you will call him the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, God with us. Because whenever Jesus came to earth, it is God himself arriving on earth to be with us and to bring peace. Like it says, peace on earth and goodwill to whom he finds favor. And as the name given to the Messiah of the world. And it might seem like a stretch to say that love is a part of everything we've been talking about. And it seems like a stretch to say that love is shown almost as much as anything else in the Christmas story. But when we read here in Luke, it, it seems kind of like, it seems a little bit of a stretch, what do you mean? But when you look at the bigger picture of everything, when you look at the wider context of the Bible, it becomes evidently clear just how much God's love is shown in Jesus coming to earth in the first Christmas. And it becomes really clear because you really don't have to look far in, in the Bible to see that like him coming and arriving here on earth really is a reflection of God's love uh, in the biggest way. For instance, the most famous verse in the entire Bible. Who, who can guess it? Well, John 3.16, yes. It's all good. And it says shall perish. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says shall. It's okay. Alright. Listen. Alright. You're right. But anyways, listen. For God so loved hey, listen. So in John three sixteen it does say, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Alright? So right there, in the first four words. In the first four words, it says, For God so loved, for God so loved the world that he sent his son, Christmas. He sent Jesus down to the earth. God in the flesh arrived out of God's love. It was his love that he desired to send him down to fix the problems that we were in. It was out of God's love for us that he didn't just leave things and leave us as they are. But he decided to get down to our level, to get involved with hands and feet in our lives, in this sinful world, because he wanted to help us and fix what we had messed up. And it was all born out of God's love. And the thing is, it's amazing because whenever he came down to earth, Jesus gives us hope, gives us peace, he gives us joy, and he gives us all these things eternally. Because the arrival of Jesus changed everything. The arrival of Jesus changed everything. Before Jesus came, 
we the whole world was without hope. The only people that knew God directly were the Jewish people. They were his selected people to bring the message of the gospel to the world. But when Jesus arrived, it's the beginning of a new age. That's why it's the Old and the New Testament. The Old Testament is the story of the prophecies about the Savior, this prophecy about what God has done through his chosen people, all to set up for this moment of where the gospel start, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the story of Jesus' life, because that's the beginning of a new testament, a new age, a new promise that God has made with us here on earth. It is the beginning of something new, and Jesus changed everything when he came. We are no longer without hope. We are no longer have to live in worry. We no longer have to be without lasting peace. And we no longer have to rely on temporary happiness, but we have eternal joy whenever we have a relationship with Jesus. Jesus' arrival to the world meant that we had a chance at life. Jesus' arrival in the world meant that we had a hope beyond the grave, available for all people, everywhere. He came into our broken world. He saw our hurting hearts. And his loving plan to fix it all was to come down and do what we could never do for ourselves. He came down and died in our place to pay the price for our sins. We weren't worthy of any of it. We weren't asking for a Savior. But God came down and said, I don't care if you're asking for it. I know what you need. I know what's best. And I love you too much to leave things as you are. And Jesus came down and he changed everything. When you look here in Romans 5, it says, And hope does not put us to shame. That is hope in Jesus. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see, Jesus entered into our broken world, and not only that, he lived a sinless life. He carried himself in a way that honored God and showed everyone the possibility of what it means to have a sinless life and to have a relationship with God himself. And in doing so, he paid the price for all of our sins, paving the way for us to be free, no longer having to carry our sin and our burdens. And Christmas is the beginning of that whole process. It's the first time God enters into our world and enters into our life and is the first sign of hope for everybody. It's the first sign of peace that will last and joy that is eternal. And it is all based out of God's love. And the amazing thing is, whenever we put our faith in Jesus, not only does his arrival in the earth change everything, whenever we put our faith in him, Jesus changes us too. You see, God's love is for us and not against us. He doesn't just leave us as we are, and he doesn't leave the world as it was. When we begin a relationship with Jesus, he changes us from the inside out. He starts molding our hearts to be more like him. He starts getting rid of the baggage that we've been carrying around and the sinful nature that we've had. It's called a process of what we call sanctification, 
It's a really big word for basically meaning we become more like Jesus. And the more we pursue Jesus and the more we begin that relationship with him, he begins to change us too. Because God love, God's love doesn't just leave us as we are, but it changes us to who we were meant to be, who God created us to be in relationship with him. And it says that God actually makes his home in our hearts. Becomes that we become a temple for the Holy Spirit inside of us. And whenever he's at home with us, he starts cleaning out some of those empty closets or those dusty, dusty uh, shelves that we've got inside. He starts getting the cobwebs out of our heart. And he starts putting in things that they should have been taken care of, like maybe a couch or a bed to sleep on. <laughs> he starts making things cozy and starts changing things. And we are affected by God whenever we have a relationship with him because he changes not only the world when he arrived, but us when we have a relationship with him. And the thing is, Jesus' arrival changed the course of history for over 2,000 years. There's a definitive moment in time where things are changed dramatically by Jesus' presence here on earth because God interacted and made things different for everyone. So let's not forget the reason for this season because the arrival of Christ, it brings hope and peace and joy. And it highlights God's love because he didn't just leave the world as it was, but he entered into it to change it for the better. Let's pray. Father God, we just love you. Um, and we, we know that you love us more than we could ever um, possibly understand. Lord, you are so faithful um, and so consistent, Lord, that, Lord, all, we're not worthy of the love and passion that you have for us, Lord. You're jealous for us. And Lord, we just thank you so much that you don't give up on us, that you love us too much to just leave us as we are. God, you're calling out to each and every single one of us every day to have a deeper relationship with you. Whether that be the first step of initially actually saying, Jesus, I need you. Saying, Jesus, I'm lost and I'm a sinner and I need your help. You died for me. And I want that help that you offer, Lord. Forgive me. Let's start a relationship today. Whether it's that first step or, Lord, we've been a, a Christian for a while. You still call us into a deeper and deeper relationship with you, Lord, because you are eternal and so much greater than we could ever possibly understand and every day is a new discovery about you so lord let us not forget the beauty and the amazing nature that we have when we look at you thank you for coming down to earth <laughs> christmas is an amazing season of hope and love and joy and peace because it's all about you lord you've changed everything you gave us exactly what we needed and that was you we love you lord in your mind and we pray amen and there you guys have it advent week four talking about love is over but the lord's love doesn't end with this it never goes away and it's never far from us because god loves us in and through all things and i pray if you don't already know him that you would um be able to have the opportunity and just take the time to ask God to start that relationship today. Uh, just ask for forgiveness. Lay it all down at the feet of the Savior, and He welcomes us all 
with open arms uh, full of love and grace and mercy for every one of us. So be blessed. Have a great day, evening, afternoon, wherever you're at. And uh, yeah, share a little bit of uh, the Lord's love with somebody with uh, somebody around you today.